going on, America? I am Graham Allen, and welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. We have a special guest today, Mr. Coleon Noir. We're going to talk about him being a treasonous friend and the famous people he hangs out with that we don't get invited to. We're going to talk about struggles of being a public figure and in the public eye. We're also going to talk about the never-ending battle against our Second Amendment rights. Buckle up, sit back, and enjoy the newest episode of the Dear America Podcast. Hey! What's going on, America? What's up, guys? We're at the NRA. Wow. Hold on. Let's try that again. I did that well. Ladies and gentlemen (laughs) that listen to this podcast and subscribe, I'm so sorry. I try to bring you an atmosphere of upbeat stuff. Let's try it again. What's going on, guys? We're at the NRA. Guns. Hey. Phenomenal. Do we have a new voice on the podcast? (gasps) Who Who could that be? Who could that possibly be? Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest for you today, Mr. Coleon Noir, or as I mistakenly read it as Co Lion before I met <laughs> I him. I liked Co Lion. Co Lion has a good ring to it, <laughs> man. Has anyone, name. <laughs> how many people mispronounce your name regularly? Is it like a regular thing? Every 30 seconds. Every, Every 30 seconds. seconds. I heard it earlier. I heard somebody say it. Oh, like, did they? Nywer or something. Like Neuer. Neuer? Like Neuer. It's either the first or the last. Yeah. They never do both. It, it is a. It is a Co Lion Noir. It's Noir. See, she's got it. On point. Noir. Nailed it. Well, once you get it, it rolls off the tongue. It does. Yeah. Coleon Coleon Noir. Noir. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's hilarious. Is a lot of people are like calling me like Coleon Black. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> you know Noir is black in French. Oh, so it's like, well, yeah. Sounds yeah. like a fancy okay. wine. <laughs> sure. Wow. Why does it have to be a race? Thing? Sounds like yeah. a fancy yeah. French Jeez. wine. Coleon Noir. I mean, it does. I am black as hell. You so, so we, <laughs> so we are on location here, and we are currently at the NRA annual meetings in Indianapolis. Indiana. That's right. Uh, I've never been here before. This is my first time. Um, Yeah, it's a place. It's uh, (laughs) It's not bad. It's been cold and rainy. Coleon, have you been here before? No, I haven't. Okay. So so for people who don't know who you are, there's going to be very few, but you you always got to do this. Real quick, in your own words, who are you? Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Not who you want to be. Not who who you are you? <laughs> who you? That's what? funny. The funny thing is on Twitter the other day, I have this like far left anti-gun troll. I'm not going to even do the dignity of saying oh his name. My gosh. But he, he, I posted like one of my video clips and he's like, who do you think you are, Batman? That's <laughs> and a I, compliment. Yes, and I go, and I'm like, well, on my Instagram profile literally says in my head, I think I'm Bruce Wayne. I like that. Yeah. Perfect. I like that's fantastic. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Maybe he's like a have, super fan and he's really in love with like everything you do. I mean, when I was younger, the girls I liked, I used to push them and hit them I and know. stuff. I'm exactly. probably in jail now. Your children but. are what trolls are. That's what flirting is. So when I you got, kids, you, that's how you flirted. You kind of like you were I ran away, aggressive. but yeah, y'all are yeah. aggressive. I mean, I had to catch them. Yeah, I was so fast. I've so got two, <laughs> I've got two trolls that, that, that mess with me all the time, and I'm not going to say their names, but oh, I, I every time I post anything, yeah. these guys, I mean, they're right there. And then they get in arguments with everyone else on the page. And so I, after so many, it's been years now, these two people, I go and I'm like, well, they must be following me, right? They're not, which is crazy, which means that they are every day just searching for me to see what I'm posting because they hate me that 
much. It's impressive, they hate really. me so much that they're not going to add to my follower count, but they're going to watch <laughs> everything that I'm doing. That's that, impressive. I that think means they my, have to search for you. My exactly. trolls are better them. than yours. They wake yes. up and think about you. Like, what know. is Graham saying today? Man, it is, it I, is crazy. I, I've noticed that, too. That's kind of a slight trend I've noticed myself. Like, on Instagram, I have some trolls. Yeah. And I'll go and look, and I'm like, they're not following me. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 How did you stumble upon You bother that? them yeah. so much yeah. that they actively search. So back to the thing. Real quick, people who don't know who you are, who are explain you? what you do. I'm a guy that talks about guns. <laughs> but you're so That's much a very more. oversimplification <laughs> of it. No, I am a, oh, God, man, I'm a, a, fire, I am a Second Amendment advocate. Um, yeah, I am a host of Noir on NRA TV, which is a gun cultural sh- political show right so to speak where i kind of go well it changes from season to season right all right now we're going around the country and um kind of doing exposés on different cities that have certain problems that are a lot bigger than guns right um and trying to demonstrate if you would deal with and address with these problems you might not have the crime problem that you have now right um and uh let's see what else do i do uh i talk <laughs> right. can you say what city you went in when you told us the story when you did your which one uh, was, it, was it Seattle that you're was talking about? Was it Seattle? Oh, it was Seattle. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Can you say like can you cuz I was fascinated by what you told me. Yeah, can it you was tell yeah, the documentaries about that? that you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, so it was a little like a little docu series that we did in Seattle. Um we just got really we're actually getting ready to release the one we did in South Central LA. Okay. And, oh, wow. um, yeah, no, that one was intense. Yeah. And um but yeah, no, we, we man, man, there's a lot of stuff going on in in right under our noses in America. Yeah. And it's just deplorable. It's so crazy. It's the Seattle deplorable. one was about like the op- opioid, opioid epidemic. Yeah. So that's not all of them. Like Al- no, Albany, yeah, yeah. New York. No, Al- Albany was kind of more about the crime, okay. kind of about the the, uh, the economic issues going on in the community. I gotcha. Um and then kind of almost how what goes on in New York City Oh, sorry. What goes on in New York City is used in the same way to address the issues in Albany, but they're two totally different Oh, places. that's cool. Oh, yeah. That you know, okay. So you got to handle it different. Exactly. Well, right. it's not cool what's going on. It's cool. It's exactly. cool what you're doing. Yeah. 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 Um, have you, done, have you gone it. into Chicago yet? Yes, we did. We went, I've done Southside Chicago where we, we did. How is that? Because I lived in Chicago for yeah. a year, so I claim it as my city now, yeah. naturally. Naturally. <laughs> so yeah. how was that? It was um, very eye-opening. It was a very, it, the thing about Chicago was, what you realized really quickly was how definitive um, the line of demarcation was for, like, the part of town versus the good part of town. Yes. Um, and I mean, like, you're literally in, like, Hyde Park, like, you're, you're literally, well, right as soon as you pass up Obama's old house, boom, it turns into a wasteland. Really? And it's like, holy crap. Go figure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know. That's, is that why he has walls up around his house? Man, that is kind of creepy the way they have that. Like, Isn't it's it? nuts. Like, they have the different barricades, so you have to literally zigzag. Oh, to get weird. To the house. I haven't really? seen it. Yeah. I did not know that. That's yeah. nuts, it's man. It's nuts. So, huh. yeah, don't, yeah, like, you're, you'll be seen coming miles away before you get to oh, the yeah. house. Oh, like, wow. yeah. And then, like, 24 hour guards. Yeah. Like, it's ludicrous. Oh, crazy. Cool. And it looks like a normal neighborhood. Yeah. Except oh. for the, the wall barricades that make it look like Fallujah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was just thinking, man. It's like T wall barriers yeah. and Seriously? stuff. No, out there. it's what it was. That's crazy. That's insane. Well, well, I think that I speak for everyone that I, you know. I love watching, you know, not only the videos that you've done, mm-hmm. uh, but now the documentaries that yeah. you're doing. You know, truly, and me and you had this conversation a couple of months ago. It's truly taking your platform that you created, that was based a little more of being a little more aggressive initially, yeah. right? You mm-hmm. know, tackling Absolutely. an issue, and now that you have this voice, you're choosing to use it to address, you know, 
other problems and real problems that a lot of people forget about. I've always been big on the idea of like there's always going to be an evolution in your ideology. I don't mean away from your ideology, but right. in the way that you deal with it, address it, explain it. You mature and, exactly. as well, yeah. Yeah, and um, and, you, and the funny thing is. That evolution could actually make you even more steadfast mm-hmm. in that ideology. Oh yeah, yeah, right? true. Well, um, no, the same thing's happening uh, on this end as well. I completely agree. You know, I started off and it was uh, a gimmick. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it was the, yeah. this this rant guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was it was a gimmick. You know, and and, and I always knew that I didn't want to be that forever. Yeah. I wanted to become. Graham Allen, because yeah. that's that's who I am. Do I rant? Yeah, sure I do. But that's not all yeah. of who I am. And so the real me is actually, you know, I don't scream at people, you know, all the time. And pretty quiet. Uh, actually. Yeah, I'm yeah, actually, actually I'm, I'm like the quietest fact, one most of the time. Some people, mm-hmm. no offense, get kind of upset because they expect him to be extremely extroverted, and he's actually an introvert. Yeah. yeah. And they kind of look at me, and Will I'm you like, scream well, for don't me? be disappointed. Uh, no. I, Are I, you an introvert too? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm alone 90% of the time. Yeah. See, see, that's me, man. Whenever I get truly like stressed out or if I'm nervous, a lot of people like want to talk to people and Mm -hmm. say, no, No, don't talk to me. Leave me alone. Uh, I I don't, it it makes it worse. I cause cause many problems in relationships. Yeah. Or or I'm hungry. When you got to be on all the time, you know, if you're downtime, it's just. So, so. Coleon, that that's a good thing, and and I'd like to ask you about that for the people listening. Living the public figure life or the mm-hmm. public eye life, are there days where you just don't want to be Coleon the Warren? <laughs> I mean, and I don't mean that from like no, a, no, from, from like the, a depressed I'm, standpoint. I, I, I mean it from like yeah. an obligation. Standpoint. No, there's it's it, largely because like so. For instance, I have people that I know that thrive on this type of stuff. Yeah, like it energizes them. They go go go. Like it's, right, you know, for me. The interactions are draining because I internalize all. You know what I mean? Each person's hand I shake, every interaction, I internalize their energy. And so it's exuberating and it does fuel me to keep doing what I'm doing. But at the same time, I'm processing every aspect of the interaction. So and that drains me. And so after a period of time, I just need to hide. Yeah, yes. I just need to just go and just 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 chill. Yep. Yeah. Um, and this, and then also the part of it too is my social life isn't the same as somebody else's yeah. who isn't in the spotlight, so to speak. Now I'm not I'm no Michael B. Jordan or anything. Right. Right. But right. I you know when I'm out and about, even at events like this, but it's not I'm, normal I'm, for exactly. you out and about. Anymore. It's like it's like even when I'm supposed to be relaxing. In, in a social environment, I have to be honest. Yes. Yeah. Right? Like, I can't really turn down from the standpoint of, I don't know who's watching me. I don't know That's who's, so like, true. monitoring yeah. what I'm and saying. Back, right? You have to be careful. Yeah, just that So I, we got a text message from a friend that sent us a picture of us worshiping in our church. Oh, and back she was like, heads. someone took a picture. Someone took a picture I and said, sent it to come them. come on now. We're in the You're house in of the Lord. Oh come gosh. on now. That is crazy. Wow. That was a little, that was yeah, a little, a little strange. So, I but I get it because you, and I'm not famous at all. But y'all seem to always have to be on. I'm yeah. sure that'd be true. I don't know, Alyssa. People wanted to take pictures. One of you person. Today. There was uh, two it was people. Like five or six. Hey, I'm growing, baby. Uh, <laughs> hey. I'm just, I'm just saying. It'll, it I don't envy you because I don't time want next it. Year. You know, I get that a lot. People are like, people like they're like I don't envy your situation at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, supportive and I love it, but I don't envy it. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like I, I, I love what I do. Yes, I love what I do. So, but I also knew in anything that I did growing up, um, I take the good with the bad. Yeah. You know, and then I just I try to deal with the bad the best way that I can while still maintaining the energy and the focus that I need to have for the good. Yeah, right. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So. No, that's real good. So did you always imagine that? Yeah, I know that you were going to be a lawyer and we mm-hmm. talked about that earlier. But I mean, did you always 
Did you think that this would that you would be famous one day growing up? No. I mean, no, no. <laughs> just kind of happened. I, just no, kind of happened. To, huh? Like in like in college, I used to tell people, I just want to be a quiet millionaire that nobody knows. A quiet me. millionaire. <laughs> yeah. well, you have ruined that. I don't really that. know how many millionaires yeah. are really that quiet yeah. when, when it comes down I, to and, it. And the only thing I got was not the millionaire. Not yeah. the millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the quiet either. That's, you know, you know that's yeah, a good that's point. That's you didn't at all. That's yeah. a good point, and I'm sure my wife will love to jump in on this. Is is the common misconception? Mm -hmm. that people that are on the internet or you have these viral videos and they see you all the time and they see your picture on this and your picture on that and you're on Fox News, you're here, there. Oh, well, you must be a millionaire. Nah. Do I mean, don't get, get me that? wrong. I make good money, but yeah. but I have my hand in a bunch of different stuff. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. people think it's just like this one huge honeypot. It's like, no. No, no, not at all. You are lucky if you find one of the things that you're doing that can pay your bills. Yeah. And then the rest is they, and that's what a lot of people don't realize is how how much work yep. uh, and constant yeah. balancing. Mm -hmm. My biggest pet peeve that, like, oh man, by getting on soapbox. Go for so it. Do it. Do it. This, this is, like, this is Nation. We love it. <laughs> the thing is, is, it's 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 the concept of content, right? Yes. I timed it just to upload my videos. It can take me two hours. Yeah. I, that, that's not accounting for, if it's a scripted video, the scripting. If it, uh, th then the shooting of the video. Yes. Then the editing of the video. Uh -huh. And then all of those things. Then on top of that, spend another two hours just to upload it to the platforms in yep. which you have to disseminate it. Right. It's like, good God, there's some days. And the thing is, you have to check yourself because there's some days I'll go to sleep and I'll feel pathetic. Yeah. And I'm like, you did nothing. Yep. Because it feels like everything that I've done is hasn't really progressed. That is a real thing. You know what I mean? It takes so much time. These guys will tell you, I'll be in the office and, and, and I will have had, you know, a 20 million viewed video mm -hmm. yesterday. And I sit there and I go, oh, crap, what am I doing? I'm a failure. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a failure. I didn't do anything <laughs> today. Uh, especially when you first start off. You do it all the time, and you're constantly uploading. You're constantly this, and people get used to that. And then they, when things start taking off, you have to go places. You have to be here. You have yep. to be there. You're on planes all the time. You're not getting any sleep. I left Arizona, and it was one day, mm. and landed back home, and then had to go film, <laughs> and it was the next day. You know, and, and, but we and, had no choice. Yeah, yeah. We had yeah. To and, film. and people are like, you hadn't posted a video in a week. Well. Are you watching the TV show? Because I had to do TV show and the podcast yep. and all this stuff. I mean, there's eight million yeah. other things like, going on shit, now. Like even like, like at any given moment, I can get it. Like I'll get it. I'll get a text. Like, damn it! I just remembered. I got to do Fox and Friends in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like so, it's like yeah. even those. It's like those can take hours out of your day just from a prepping standpoint. Mm -hmm. Because. It's the shorter ones. I actually do less prepping for longer interviews. Yes. I actually do almost no prepping for longer interviews. It yeah. comes naturally. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, the they flow ones, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but the shorter ones, like, like, gotta like the gotta cable get the points across. Quick, yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. Right? And you don't know what they're going to talk about. Right. There have been times where I've prepped for an hour for, like, one topic, only to never even talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Right? And then the topic I spent like 10 minutes on. That would, from yeah. OCD me, I'd be so upset yeah. if I worked on yeah. something. That's well, why y'all are so good at what you that do. That happens like as a producer, when, when we have talent come on the show, I have mm -hmm. to send them like, this is the topic for tomorrow. Yeah. And then something crazy happens that yeah. morning. So we got to talk about this. Yeah. So they probably prepped for an hour. Yep. It's like, but so y'all are both, but we've talked about this. Y'all are both really good. Like with, mm -hmm. hey, let me ask you this. And y'all just, ooh, y'all just get it and you go. I am terrible. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, 
you know I can't what the key is? You know what the key is? You get if if you don't really know what's being on it, you kind of let them go just just long enough for you to pick up on something that they said. And you're God. like, oh, I know about that. You yeah. are you yeah. are you are me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, uh, you know, people can talk to me about uh, France or something, and I'll be, or, or French policy as opposed to American policy, and sometimes I'll be like. Uh, and then they'll say something about you know the pair of shootings. I'm like, ah, I know that one. Right. I know that one. And then, but you still have to have an, an you still have to have a level of intellectual sophistication yeah. to be able to make it germane to the yes. overarching talking issue, sure. right? Because right. yeah. because otherwise you just sound like, okay, yeah, but what else? Keep going, keep going. Wait, wait. wait. France, you know, French fries were made in America. Yeah, that would be me, Jake. That would be me. There's Jake bringing it full circle for everybody back home. Jake's me. That's what I would do. Oh, man. All right. So so let's talk talk about some things that really matter. Hmm. Um, Coleon, the other day... We saw that you got to hang out with a certain, a certain uh, famous rapper uh, that many of us in the late '90s, early yep. 2000s, especially grew about. up knowing. And I just want to say for everyone before he tells who it is that everyone at this table secretly hates Coleon because we did not get an invite at all. That is so true. All. You did so it you know what it's like. like to have this man's sneaky. cell phone number and find out he's hanging out with famous people from social media. Uh, if, if I told you how it happened, you'd be, you'd be like, wow. I want you to tell okay, me well, how tell it us. happened. Okay. Tell and us first then. of all, let everybody know who we're talking about. We're talking about DMX. DMX. So how did that happen? So my barber, actually. Hit me up, and he's like, "Yo, I'm with um, I'm with DMX and crew because he came into town <laughs> for a concert, right? He came into town for a concert, and so he's like, yeah, one of DMX security guys needs to buy a tack light, <laughs> and so yeah, I know. And he's like, he's like, do you know where you can get one? Because my, my barber's not a gun guy, yeah. so he's like, you know, he's like, do you know, like where you can get a tack light, and he wanted to get some other like tack stuff, right? And I was like, yeah, sure, I know a couple places in the area, and so he's like, can you come over here, and um, you know, we'll, we'll go over there and do all, you know." Get the stuff. I, I thought you'd get. never ask, right? No, I was like, I was like, sure, I'll yeah, be right yeah, there. Sure, I'll, uh, and, and sure, I had so much to do. That day. Yeah. Like, I was like, it's uh, all about priorities, yeah, right? Really, at this point. <laughs> when DMX calls, you go, you, you, you go. go. Yeah. So I ran over to Modern Outfitters over in Dallas and um, bought a tack. I bought like a, I think I can't remember if it was a Streamlight or a Surefire. Light. I can't remember which one it was. It doesn't like matter. The point of the story yeah. is, you the point of the story is, I yeah went about the light and then like met him. They were like met him outside and then like he comes up to me. He's like. He's like, yo. He's like, I was like, he was like, hey, what's going on, man? He's like, yo. He's like, he's like, DMX. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he like, like intense? Like, does he tell like, hey, no, no. What not, you? It's, <laughs> he's very much exactly the way you think he is. Just it's it's way more approachable. Yeah, Aww. he's not different at all. Right. It's just something about the TV magnifies that. Right. right. But mm-hmm. in person, it's very like. He's talking exactly the same. Like you know, you know what I mean. Like you know, sitting here talking. You know, you think that yeah. would be kind of awkward. It's right. so natural. It's unreal. Huh. Yeah. And so, and yeah. And so from there, and then he's just he's. I've never met someone so effortlessly funny. Except, right. Except for Lil Duval. Lil Duval. Really? If anybody knows who Lil Duval is, he's effortlessly funny. Huh. But. DMX effortlessly funny and within like he's like a, a context comedian. Well, like, I'm so glad yeah. you got to hang out with him and have yeah. so much fun yeah. without us. Yeah, I sense a little undertone in we're you. That's the cool <laughs> thing I do. I did I'm a make dance sure you team see it from recital media. to him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, so, so th- there's a there's a there's an interesting amount of uh, rappers that are actually really into the gun world. 
Yeah. Uh, most most notice uh, most notably right now is Post Malone yeah. yes. is a huge Second Amendment activist. Uh, he's not an activist. He's a supporter. He mm-hmm. loves guns, man. Yeah. And I've seen him on Guns Daily and stuff all the time. He's always out shooting. He's always out doing this. So it's really that's really cool he, to hear. He's lucky. He has a f- the way his brand is tailored. Right. He has the ability to do it. Without, he does whatever he wants. Repercussion. Yeah, he does yeah. whatever he wants. There are a lot of people who are real gun, real big gun people. There are a lot of people who quietly, even actors that I know, they yeah. just can't they talk quietly about follow it. me and they can't. Y'all are like the same person because yeah. he gets hit up by a lot of people. It's like, hey, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. We could never speak about exactly. it. Yeah. So. And that, to be honest with you, that's when I had a bit of a side of a transition in, in the way I approached the issue. Yeah. Because what I started to realize was I was like, man, like people are really literally caught between a rock and a hard place. Right. It's easy to say, well, you should stand up for our rights regardless. And I was like, well, you can say that because you're not in a position of right. your livelihood. Lose your right. job. I mean, if yeah. you can't feed yeah. your exactly. kids, exactly. you know. No, no. Exactly. And, and yeah. everybody, I think that's a really good point, right? What would you really do? How much do you really believe in what you say you believe in when if you say it again, you're, you're going to lose everything. Done. You're done. Right. You know, it's easy to say when you have nothing to lose. Yeah. True. Right. Yeah. And so I I took it upon myself to say, and it, and it may be a delusion of grandeur, but it's my job now to cre- to do my best to help create an environment where that's they're That's not a delusion of grandeur. No. As, as, no, no. That's a real thing, man. Yeah. I, you are speaking for people who feel the same way you can or feel the same way you do uh but they can't say it the way you can um you know especially for uh you know i mean for people who don't know you are uh you are a black guy in what? america yeah. a black you know uh gun supporting Super uh, yeah yeah well, well i mean that last, was your word i didn't say my, that my last name is noir yeah in french which is well no my last name is noir which is black in french i saw that coming out way more smooth yeah, I was gonna say, so try, i'm gonna take that back yeah, try again. Gonna rewind that. There we go. My last name is Black in French. Oh, there. oh that's yes. why. Yes. Yes. I didn't put together. That's yeah. why they're coming up calling you like calling calling on Black. Well, what what, what ah, I what that I makes more sense. That. I was like, that's kind of rude. <laughs> black Colion. Is that what you were saying? <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I thought they were saying. I didn't know. It's, all right, <laughs> makes sense now. Bringing it back to the point. The, the, the point I'm trying to say yeah. is, you yeah. speak. For there are a lot of people that are in, you know, uh, minority populations and stuff like that who feel the same way that you do. But for whatever it is, for relational reasons or employment reasons or family reasons, they feel like they can't speak it. And that's a really, really powerful thing that you have. And you've tapped into that demographic. And I mean, I went through it. Yeah. Like when I when I started getting into guns, I was 24, 25. So a lot of people who knew me my entire life. Never knew me to be a gun guy. Right. So then when I make it, uh, like, I go all in, and I'm like this hardcore gun guy all of a sudden. I'm posting pictures on my Instagram page, and they're like, people are literally, like, making, like, well, like welfare check calls on me. Like, no, <laughs> everything all right, dude? Oh. Like, good? Like, what's going on, man? Yeah. And, mental health. Yeah, right. And have, you, have you had any backlash from it? Uh, in terms of? In terms of uh, friends, uh, friends family. family, stuff like that? So, yes, and, well... People who are really close to me, we've gotten to arguments, right? right? Really heated arguments about it. But the, the, our tie is so strong, our bond is so strong, our friendships don't aren't really challenged that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, that's good. It, it, that is good. It, it, from a dating standpoint, sometimes if mm-hmm. like if they meet if they meet my public figure right before meeting me in real life, 
then they'll have a preconceived notion right. of what they think I am. Um, I, I, however, I've never met anyone who had a who had a preconceived notion about me and then met me and then walked away the same way. Right, right. Um, so sometimes people do. It, it, it's kind of annoying sometimes because it's like I know I'm actively having to break down a perception when I'm in when I'm interacting with certain people who knew me before meeting me in the first place, right. who don't who don't agree with me on the issue. Right. Mm. It's kind of annoying because it's kind of like you're too smart to to really kind of filter everything through this weird sense of ideology. Right. Um, and but I've just I've accepted it and I've dealt with it. And, you know, and, and, you know, in many ways, it, it, it kind of serves. Sometimes the contrast helps because if the, if the perception of you is so strong. Right. And then when they meet you, it's the complete opposite. It, it really can throw them back a little bit. And then and it creates an environment where you can actually have a conversation you might otherwise not be able to have. That's right. right. So what would you say is the biggest shock to people when they meet you? Like, what do people tell you? Wow, you're really... This shorter or, in person. Ah, <laughs> you see, I'm you about five see there, Oh, y'all have a Jesse, wow. you gigantic all man. You, I'm not. Well, it the is, all the men are. I'm I tell, I tell everybody my whole life growing up, all my friends yeah. and everybody, we were all the same height. I mean, you know, and I didn't realize how short apparently I was yeah. until uh, I got into this whole public eye thing, and everyone's like six five yeah. or so. I, it, I, like, I personally love it. I, well, it makes you it makes Why? you stand I'm out, I, huh? Because I'm proportional. Oh, that makes sense. I like it. I really Alyssa like. Alyssa is I do. having <laughs> mic malfunctions. <laughs> Me and Coleon saw it when it uh, when it fell, and we both kind of like had a good conversation. Like, like go down. I'm trying to help you, sweetheart. Thank you, baby. You're <laughs> always looking out for me. This is the one thing I love about podcasts because you know you can just call people out. Like, yeah, her mic just droop, droop, drooped, drooped, drop, droop, drop, droop, droop down in a thing. You got um, this, babe. What yeah, would we're professional. be? What would be Jake and Alyssa? What What would be the thing that people most say about me when they meet me? That's, that you're introverted. Yeah, that you're they quiet. They expect you. They expect you to be screaming. I feel like. Can you yell? Can you do? Ah. Yeah, people actually ask me. Coleon just broke his oh, mind. God. Yeah, I got, <laughs> I got there. <laughs> that now. If you can't the see, noise the mic that you're literally hearing, just <laughs> fell. Coleon Noir hates mics. You heard it here but on the Dear America podcast. Awesome. Oh, yeah, and another one might be shorter for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everybody. Says I actually that. knew. You, I knew you're introverted. My what I meant you. Oh yeah? yeah. Well, it's because y'all are the same person. Exactly. No, I, I can so. sense it. I know the yeah. Answer, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I, I really, I like you. I really enjoy meeting people. Uh, I enjoy yep. uh, having conversations with people. But like walking through here, like sometimes, sometimes I just want to, you know, man, I just want to get yeah. to where I'm going. And so I've learned that, and this is going to sound really bad, but this is a real podcast, this is a real show. So I'm going to tell you, it's not because I don't like meeting people. Sometimes if I'm going somewhere and I know people are going to recognize me, I automatically act like I'm doing something yeah. in yeah. my phone yeah. while I'm walking. Yeah. Because there's something about people seeing you like on your phone mm-hmm. doing they'll, they'll something. Hesitate. I don't want to yeah, bother him. Yeah, they'll hesitate and the thing a is, little bit. I, go ahead, my bad. No, no, no. Yeah. That's it. Uh, no. It's not that I don't it, like people. I'm, just, I'm exactly the same way. Now, the thing with me is you'll either get no interaction or real one. Like, I don't, I can't do Were you actually on the phone with someone earlier? Were you actually on the phone with somebody earlier? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. All right. Were you faking? Yeah. No, no, that, that was actually a, a, a real phone call. That's yeah. kind of how Graham is, too, though. He cannot fake a move. No. Like, he can't do no, it. I'm I've really tried. We're on a couple dates. I try to get him. He can't. That's what's impressive about what you guys do. You know, when people come up, you can't just wave them off, you know, so you got to yeah. Well, there is an obligation to it yeah. because, I mean, and it, you know what I think it is? I think it's a, a sense of, you know, 
you know, an obligation almost out of out of it, you feel like you're doing something that matters. Yeah. Yeah. But but for me, it's also the, the amount of appreciation. You know, I appreciate the fact that I would not be able to feed my kids if it weren't for people believing in me and what I'm doing. And so it is not that I don't want to talk to people. It's just it's going against yeah. actually my right. real nature that I just don't really like. Well, I remember that much sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. You know, but, oh, man, those are the greatest days ever. Oh, they that's, are. That's me? what I do every night. Oh, my God. A Sunday, I wake up in the morning when I'm not being a heathen, we'll go to church. There you go. And then, <laughs> and then come home and then just plop on the couch and order, like, I have this think about Waffle House. Oh, I yeah. love Waffle oh. House. Oh, wow. Waffle House is an burrito? abomination have before God and man, but Waffle House <laughs> is amazing. Amazing. Anyone that wants to try to be a Waffle House, oh. I have no respect for you. No. 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 Waffle House sucks. <laughs> oh, they're high-fiving. High yeah. okay. Across the table, man. I will, I'm telling you, like, I, it's the greatest, that, what I'm about to say is so pathetic. I will literally come plop down on a couch, turn on my Netflix, and I'll have like, I'll, I'll favor Waffle House. Oh, I don't know if anybody knows what favor is. Mm-mm. It's like, like Postmates. Like, you know, like it, they'll deliver it to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, okay. So they'll Different deliver brand. that, and then I'll eat it. I'll, like, I'll order like a waffle and like a bunch of stuff, just greasy stuff. Nasty And then stuff. after I'm done, <laughs> we'll literally five minutes later jump on Uber Eats and order donuts. Oh, my gosh. Nice. We're the same person. We're the same person. <laughs> oh, my. This is getting freakier you, and freakier. at this point. Except I'm, for he has to have ice cream. Uh, uh, okay. He's an ice cream. I, I, am, I am a sweets and fan. Like, yeah. not candy uh-huh. sweets. It's chocolate chip cookies, mm-hmm. cake, or ice cream. Like, Every like those three, night. man. I love yeah. them. Dude, we went, love donuts, them. we went to Atlanta, like, last week. We go to McDonald's, Arby's. <laughs> Chick-fil-A twice. Twice in to get one day. In one, like in well, three that's of those because Jake, for everybody listening right now, Jake is an unfair, he would make a horrible boss because he believes no one should have to eat, no one should no, have to wait, pee. And no I, have to no, pee. I'm going to defend this. No, Jesse and Graham, we stopped once to eat. We stopped again for a milkshake, and then they decided they're hungry again. In the, like okay. an hour and a half, right. we got no, another milkshake. No, no, I'm going to defend myself. Hashtag Dear America, let us know what you think about this right now. Uh, this is ridiculous. Couple, couple disagreement right this second. And Coleon is the guest, so he's going to instantly judge. Yes. But we're going to put this hashtag Dear America, let us know what you think. Coleon, who was right, who was wrong you're in this situation? You're sitting next to me. You're okay? sitting next but to me. But you're looking into my eyes. <laughs> Okay. All right. So the other day we're traveling back from Atlanta, like uh-huh. Jake said. We pull over Jake. at Arby's. Right next to the Arby's uh-huh. is a McDonald's. Okay. So I am a fan of the McDonald's chicken nuggets. I don't care who knows it. They're awesome. Care who it, thank you. Yeah. Only second, right. second only to Wendy's. Quality I stuff. See, I, I, I think McDonald's is number one. Either way. Point is, they all want to go to Arby's. Mm-hmm. Well, I, of course, I don't like know the why Arby's. Arby's. Curly fries. Curly we fries. Beef and cheddar. Beef right. and cheddar, bro. Healthy so <laughs> I tell my beautiful wife, uh-huh. I said, get me a small fry. I want to go over here and get some chicken nuggets. So I'm sorry. Just really the, quick. Colian, what did he say? Huh. What did he say? He so said a what me, size give fry? Give me a small fry. What? Small? Small yeah. fry. Okay. okay. All right. Just, just clarify. clarify. Back to the story. Okay. So I return after getting gas and everything while everyone else sat in and ate. I don't know how that worked out that way, <laughs> but it did. All right. Alyssa comes in the car, and she hands me a medium container. I didn't realize that we were going broke, but apparently we were. <laughs> Because she buys a medium container and then eats down to what she thinks it was. a small amount is. It was a small fry. And hands me the 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 the, the, the look on his face, dude. 
she, what she just said earlier, I can't hold it back. It's true. She hands it to me, and I immediately look down, and I immediately he look back up, small. and I don't make eye contact. And then I look down again, and I look up, and then finally I can't handle it. I'm like, did we did we lose money? Did we? Are we broke? I, what happened? Hashtag I, Dear America is wait, eating down what you think a small is, the equivalent of a pack to the rim small let container. Let me defend myself. Let us know. I thought he was getting French fries at McDonald's, and he also wanted Arby's. I'm not a monster. You are. Why you eat all the time. All right, Coleon, you are the instant guest judge. Who right. was wrong in this scenario? I love you. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love don't you. touch me. Get don't your hand off of me. Get away. That's another one. I got to go broke over this one. Oh, man. This I'm is mine. We I'm need another you. girl Hashtag on this podcast. America, let us know what you think. Who was right? Now, who was wrong? I will say this. Thank you. I will say this. I should have said an extra long. <laughs> I went through a lifetime of a mother who would take me to McDonald's and eat my fries. Oh, what? No. Any woman that does that now is ground for divorce. <laughs> okay, yeah. so he had a traumatic experience, oh, and his vote doesn't count. Our first week of marriage. I, had I will literally experience. drop you off, and you'll never see me again. Our first week of marriage. Dating advice for Coleon. <laughs> we're, and we're, we, are, we, we are in our apartment together, first week of marriage, and I say, I'm going to order pizza. Do you want some? And she said, no, I'll just eat some of yours. Uh-uh. And I looked straight at her, yeah. and I said, no, 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 no. I'm going to get pizza. Do, do you, you want it? <laughs> Apparently, we don't understand what's what's happening no. right now. Yeah. No. I'm sorry, sweetheart. No, I'm, she's I like, know. I she's was like, right. keep talking. You keep said small. Keep talking. We're good. All right. I've, I've, so, I've actually put girls to test before. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> what? what y'all think you'll have a monopoly on testing? Yeah, do y'all can. I'm honest. Oh, oh I you test. didn't give test. <gasps> I did. Alyssa, the Lord is going to strike you down. You were, you were all about. Anyway, okay, let's bring this around. We're at 32 minutes. We need to talk about some things that are actually going on in our society a little things. bit. This yeah. has been fun, but let's bring it full round, full circle. So. Coleon, yeah. you have a show on NRA TV. Yep. Uh, NRA TV is National Rifle Association Television. Uh, so obviously, we're uh, fixing to talk about guns and firearms. Right, right. So, uh, things that are going on in the media right now, things that are going on in the public forums, in the political forums, uh, the presidential elections, even though. It can be argued it hadn't officially kicked off yet. The Democrats have definitely done it because they want to know who's going to run against Trump. Uh, There's only like 25 right now. Yeah, no outside of outside of the fact that the Boston bombers should be allowed to vote, mm-hmm. uh, we uh, we should lower the voting age to 16 and we should allow illegal immigrants to vote. Um, it's like they're trying to outdo themselves in, yeah. the, in the craziness. Every, yeah. every day it, it's a new thing. But one thing that has remained constant throughout mm-hmm. the entirety of it all, especially it, it seems like Kamala, 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 Kamala. How does she want her name pronounced? I call her Kamala. Ka- Wahala, I say Kamala. Yeah. Kamala. Kamala what? You Wahala. Said. Kamala Wahala. <laughs> Did you get that from DMX? No. She, it's, it's, a, it's a Nigerian world. She Nigerian seems world to be the one. Her, oh, good to know. Her and Gillibrand. Is that the is that the other girl that what uh, that that are that that are pro taking our guns away? Uh, oh, and Swalwell, 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 Swallow, Swallow, Swalwell, Swalwell. Anyway, what is this? <laughs> what is this push, man? What what is going? When are they going to learn that real Americans? We want our guns. They're, they're, Leave our guns alone. I'm telling you, man. It's like I said. Like I there's 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 there are people behind them pushing an agenda. For a lot of them, I think. Yeah. Um, 
And then some of them just think they're just going to placate to what they perceive to be uh, this kind of designer liberalism, so to speak, where it's like everything anti-gun is, yeah, I'm, I'm the best candidate because I'm anti-gun. Like, there's literally the solution for everything. Yeah, right. The solution right. for everything is more gun laws. It's just it's like... Wife eat your fries, more gun loss. It's like that commercial with Alabama fans, the dude dies and he's like, Roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's it, it, it's it's lunacy because it's we're at a point now where it's almost popular to be anti gun. Right. You know? And so but the thing is make Well, the, in the like, media yeah. anyway. But yeah. the, here's the thing though, that's the thing though. It's it's calculated. TK. It's deliberate because what it does is it influences the culture. Right. So if all of the all of the potential candidates running are all anti, so we'll right, mm-hmm. then it seemingly it was like what that says on without saying it is to people who are following these leaders. Right. Well, this is what I'm supposed to be, too. Right. I'm supposed to be anti. If every possible presidential candidate yeah. is anti. And I mean vehemently so. Then, of course, I'm supposed to be that way or I'm not a good liberal. Right. Or, 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 that's you know, the left. They're the morally superior exactly. party. So exactly. however they can get people's emotions worked up, you know, kids dying in school shootings. That's why, you know, take yeah. away the guns. Exactly. Well, well, I would I would love to get your take on this because and I talked to Alan West about this and you might have heard me ask him. And I think it ties in. So there's this big call for uh, convicted felons to be able to vote, mm-hmm. uh, not only when they get out of prison, but now in prison as well. We've had this conversation. I'd be curious to, to hear your thoughts on this. What happens to Americans when they're convicted felons and they get out of prison? You lose the right to purchase a firearm at that point, right? So that's a right as an American that you have lost because you did not adhere to the rules that we have in America. So I guess my question is, uh, if we believe that uh, convicted felons who have served their time should be given their right to vote back. Do you think that that's something that, and I'm not saying that I think you should or you shouldn't. I'm asking, do you think that you should be given the right to purchase a firearm? Me, back? me personally, I think. Yeah, if, uh, yeah. You I have, I have the mindset that if you are a nonviolent offender, right, you do your time, you come back to society, there should be a pathway by which you can get your right back to own a firearm. Okay, yeah. I yeah. absolutely believe that. Now. Yeah. Violent offenders, right now, on on the surface, I want to say holistically across the board, no. Right. However, there's part of me that wants to say there's individual cases. Yeah. Right? Because violent offender, automatically, you think the worst of the worst. Right. There may be situations where, I'm not going to say the violence was warranted, but there was there, there was some... Intervening circumstances. circumstances that may have created certain aspects, like you get in a bar fight, it, it, and then exactly, yeah, yeah. but you don't, but you haven't displayed a, a propensity to be violent, right? So to speak. Right. The same um, thing, you know, paying your time exactly. should, should still, still allow you to, to come get, back into society because exactly. initially the alternative is what you create. You create like your life isn't less valuable because you went to prison, did your time, and came back out. Right. Now you can't defend yourself. Right. Right. Now, if you're just grossly violent. Right, and that's why you went to jail. Right, then you then you deserve whatever reality serves up to you. Then it's hard because how are we going to draw that line? Exactly, what was too violent of a crime? Exactly, that's 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 the hard. I guess it. You could make the point that it's a slippery slope, and I could see that. Yeah, who's writing the law? I I do think that I do think it's a conversation worth having. Yeah, right. Well, well, and and that's I I don't disagree with you, especially nonviolent offenders. You know, somebody you know did like tax. Fraud, and yeah. if it's over a certain amount, it's a felony, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, I, I see your point yeah. there. But here's my question 
if if we're not even having those discussions about being able to get your right back to buy uh, purchase a firearm, in my opinion, I just don't understand how we're having the conversations of voting at the same time either. It, you know, you had the ability to vote. You know, no one said that you weren't worthy of voting. You made choices in your life. You did that. You made the choice. Now, is there a 1% of the situation where some other thing happened? You were riding with somebody and they had something. Yeah, of course there is. But 98% of the time, you made those choices and you chose to break the law. And those have consequences attached to them. I think that, and I think I said this, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, when you get out of prison, I don't think you should automatically be able to allow it to vote again. I think that you should have to go through kind of like you're on a parole. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. same thing. That's I, a tough one though because their their period of parole was them in prison, right? Like they proved through well, serving no, their so time. A lot of people, a lot of people have parole officers and they got to check in and do all this other True. kind of stuff. Yeah. A lot of time. That's what I'm saying. Prove that you're rehabilitated in whatever it is. You right. Know? You, you see what I'm saying? I have actually a conflict, a conflict of thought in what I just said. Okay, after go for it. To you. Yeah, go for it. Because then my mind then goes, well, you knew going in if you did this, you possibly were going to lose the ability to vote and own a firearm as a result. True. True. So should you really? I don't. And, and so I, and I, I'm, I don't have a problem saying I'm kind of going back and forth on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I look at it and I say. Should be a pathway, you know. People make mistakes, yeah. you know. So it's important for them, to, you know, be able to come back out and then probably have a pathway to gain something that would allow but, them to protect but themselves. But that goes but, into right. the emotional argument versus the, you know, the well, legal but, argument. Right. Right. always gets mad at me because he is really good. He looks at everything like totality, yeah. right? I'm very much like I'm the, the big. I'm the big scale. She's gotcha. the one. I'm the one percent yeah. exactly, and so I always devil's advocate with him. So it's I the military in me, man. I think yeah. about the ninety-eight percent because that's how you. I mean, the truth is when it comes to legislation and rules I mean you just you have to I mean, I mean that, that's what, what you is. have to do yeah. and, and yeah. so you know it's uh, anyway but that that's a really big discussion what oh you, you were pointing at me like I Oh, okay. I see it. Uh, they get on to me. Oh, they get me. on to me. When I used to do, I used to do CN Live, which was yeah. kind of like a single podcast show where I would interview people. Yeah, they get on me all the time. Oh, they like, get on me all the time. Like, time are you, you aware? Yeah, so like kick so me off the air. we're having <laughs> discussions right now. This is my now. show. Yeah. I think hashtag Dear America. Let us know what you think about what we just said. Do you think? That you should be allowed the right to vote back. Uh, I think it's pretty universal across the board, except for Bernie Sanders. That while you're well, in prison, yeah. uh, I don't even. I don't think we should be addressing that. <laughs> it's a right. it's I stupid statement. Agree. Just, it is lack but he has doubled down on it. Like because he tweeted moron. the other day. He said, "I didn't misspeak. <laughs> like, That's exactly what I meant." I, I, but I mean, the scary part is people are backing him. Like, yeah. what is happening? Well, there's a lot of dumb people in the world. Yeah. He's really I mean, good at sidestepping. Yeah. He doesn't answer the question. He didn't oh, yeah. sidestep. He anything, stepped yeah. right in front of the <laughs> And then he got back Well, he up never answers yes taxi. or no. He doesn't answer yes or no. He's like, should thing. he have the right to vote? The Boston Bomber. We need to get this country to blah, blah, blah. No, and just dances saying. around he the thing, man. He just tweeted yesterday. Basically, in my terms, I know exactly what I said. That's exactly what I meant, and I'm saying it again. But Jake's <laughs> right because he be wants a vote. vote. So. Just someone elect me, please. Yes, said, exactly. Oh. Yeah, he said. I know a lot of people got mad please. at me for this, but I'm going to say it again. You know, Jeez. I need so much help in the polls <laughs> that I need. Might be his last chance. Incarcerated, convicted. <laughs> Bernie Sanders is the only politician that's been old my yeah, entire he's, life. He's you know, been old his whole life. You know what I'm going to do? Huh. I'm just going to run as a Democrat. <laughs> 
Yeah. You'd I, probably win. We, me and Jake, me and Jake said that we believe that AOC was paid by Trump to like single handedly. Yeah. Like a sleeper cell. Democratic part. Yeah, she's like she's a sleeper doing cell. A phenomenal yeah. job. Yeah. She oh my gosh. Oh, I have so many inappropriate comments I can make about AOC. <laughs> she's uh. something else too, man. But on a serious note, man, back to back to what you do and, and the voice that you have and the mission that you're on. I think it's fantastic. I am a firm believer that the Second Amendment is our most important uh, because without it, we have no way of protecting and enforcing uh, all the others. You know, somebody got in a conversation with me and they argued, well, I would argue that the First Amendment is the most important. And he had valid points. And he had very valid points. But but all, all I say to anyone is, okay, tell me what you think. I, no, you can't. But yet, nope, no, you can't. Nope. If, if you say it again, I'm going to shoot, shoot you. You. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then what do you do yeah. at that point, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you start to go, huh, yeah, okay, what if, what if? And guess what I can do? Yeah. If you tell me, you, you tell her she can't say what she says at the point of a gun, and this is this is going to a point of a certain, but whatever. Yeah, go for I it. I can bring my gun to you and say, let her speak. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, let her true. speak. Yeah. But, but, but that's the point, man. We live in a spoiled society that is benefited, rightfully so, of, of the freedoms that we have. But in that, in my opinion, it's made us soft to the fact of what if. And to me, that's the biggest. That's the biggest thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Before yeah. we end, I have a question. Sure. Okay. What's your favorite gun? <laughs> oh, I want to know. That's so easy. Uh, well, tell me. My gun, the Advocate. See how I slid that in there? <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Yep. You're welcome. See that? <laughs> oh, you remember You're that? You're wrong about the fries, bro. What? No. <laughs> so all it takes no. is a plug for business. Let's that's see how it is. So, All right. Where can everybody find you, yeah, man? Yeah, Coleon, where can they find you? At this point, I'm everywhere, man. Co-Lion is how it's spelled. Co-Lion. Co-Lion. Yeah, that's phonetically, yeah. Yeah, I phonetically. know. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. No, I'm on I'm on Instagram at uh, Coleon Noir. I'm almost at Coleon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Mr. Coleon Noir. Uh, I'm on uh is that Instagram? Facebook, yep. Mr. Yep. on Noir, um, NRATV.com, on YouTube at Mr. on Noir, pretty much every major social media platform that you can think of, I'm on it. Just awesome. Google you, huh? Pretty much. Awesome. Yeah, you'll pop up. Yeah. Awesome. Alyssa, cool. where can they find you? Alyssa, E-L-L-I-S-A Allen, on Instagram and Facebook. Jake? Producer underscore Jake on Instagram. And I am Graham Allen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Coleon, thanks for joining us. And we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Dear America podcast. We are out of here. Bye.